Welcome, guys, to the Recovering Reality Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Fredrickson. We are honored that we could be a part of your recovery journey and encourage you and help you in any way possible. Before you enjoy this awesome podcast, we also just want to let you know there is a whole bunch of free resources that you can find on our website at recoveringreality.com. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome, guys. I hope you're doing amazing today. I definitely am excited. I uh, I never get tired of what I do. I get to see people's lives transformed every day. People go from hell to freedom. It's beautiful, and I love it. And I um, I know many of you have experienced what hell's really like and are now living in freedom and pursuing that. And it's uh, glad I get to pay, play a little part in that. We get to go on a little journey together. Um, I'm gonna dive right in today. I want to share some thoughts. I'm going to keep it a little brief, um, but I want to share some thoughts on a topic that's trending in the news. Um, it's a sensitive, controversial topic, and I know that, and I'm not afraid to talk about it, um, but I want to share a little bit from the perspective of something that happened recently with my kids, and um, that topic is a uh, race, racism, and everything going on with that these days is it's crazy it's crazy and I, I understand completely it is a sensitive topic I won't pretend like I know what every individual has experienced in their life and what's going on everywhere with everything um, so all I can speak from is my experience and uh, what it is I'm seeing in my world what I've seen in my world and something that happened recently that uh, I, I believe will spread some hope and some some of God's perspective in the midst of it. Um, you know, I I just I've never seen people for skin color. Um, I'm married to a Brazilian. Um, my sons I don't look at my sons as 50%, you know, Brazilian, 50% American or Caucasian or or whatever. I, they're 100% Brazilian. They're 100% Caucasian. They're 100% American. They're 100% Brit. I don't. I just I, I've never looked at it that way. You know, I spent two years in the uh, going down consistently to the to the ghettos of Tijuana, um, and did nothing but helped, and never had um, never had a thought in my mind of their skin color. I, I just saw people that were hurting that needed needed help, and uh, they desperately do. If you've ever been there, you you know. Uh, anyone that knows me um, would say the same. I've never seen it like that, but I, I'm also aware that uh, that's not been everybody's experience. So. Um, I'm open to understanding, listening to what other people have been through. And I'm sensitive and aware of everything that's going on to the you know, best of my ability. But one thing I love is kids are kids are just amazing. Kids oh you know, I, I do teach my kids every day because I want I want to be the one that teaches them how to live and how to think. I'm not gonna let the media, I'm not gonna let movies i'm not going to let all these other i'm i am the one that gets to do that and and i love it but the the other piece to that puzzle is if if you're paying attention you you learn so much from kids it's unbelievable and we just moved from ohio and where we were living in ohio i was very involved with the county officials authorities spoke on panels and did all these different things, and I got invited to speak on a panel about, um, um, it had to do with race, and this was like probably a year ago, 
um, had to do with like how the community is um, is doing um, helping the black community with addiction issues in the state. Some people from the governor's office came and they asked if we want to do a panel and you know, some people reached out and said, you want to be on the panel? I was like, sure. And they said, they reached back to the governor's office. They said, we would love to do it. We just want to give you a heads up though. I think it's like 3% of the males in this county are African-American. Um, it's just, you know, I only lived there for two years. I lived in San Diego for 10 years. I lived in Utah for a while. I spent some time in DC. So I've lived in a lot of places, but that's where we were living in Ohio. And we, we just moved from there and we just moved it down here to Florida, to uh, Lee County. And, um, on the, on the way down, uh, we stopped in Georgia in a city, uh, pretty, we just split the drive up just because you can't do more than six hours in the car with a two and three year old, uh, day. So we split the drive up and we, we slept in a, uh, we stayed in a hotel in a city called the uh, Bruns, Brunswick, I think is how you pronounce it, Georgia. So we stopped and we first, before we went to the hotel, we stopped at a playground so our two and three year old could just run around and be kids. We pull up to the playground and people are there. That's my perspective. I'm going to emphasize the color of people's skin in this to prove a point what's going on in society right now, okay? Not to speak on it as an expert, but to just hopefully spread some hope and encourage people that things aren't as bad as maybe the media is making it sense. There's problems, yes, okay? And I haven't seen it all and experienced it all, but it's, it's, I don't believe in every neighborhood everywhere it's as bad as the media is making it sound. I just don't. I don't, I don't believe America is a racist country, period. Are there, is there issues with racism here? Absolutely. I've seen some of it. Like, um, is there issues with, with those kind of things in different um, spheres of influence in society? I, I would say so, but I just, I, it hasn't been my experience. And I've lived in multiple different places and done multiple different things in communities, churches, rehabs, businesses. And it's been my experience that, um, no, everyone's not a racist. Okay. There's some problems with it though. So I say that to say, when I pull up to the playground, there's people there. I don't say, oh my gosh, there's, there's a black person. There's a Mexican. There's a, there's people period. And so we pull up and for sake of the context of the story, there is a, there's a black lady, African-American lady. She's there with her um, son and my son, my almost four year old goes running straight up to him and just says, Hey friend, do you want to play? And they proceed for almost an hour to run around the playground. Like they are superheroes. Now, there was no perspective in his mind of he's different than me. There was no lens to, I need to stand back. He's not like me. There was no nothing because that issue is not inherent. Having a problem with somebody because of their skin color, because of their political views, because of their religious views, because whatever, that's not an inherent thing. That's taught and learned. And my son just my other son who's two runs up and joins in um i got to sit and just chat with uh, i believe with the, the mother um it was just it was normal because people should love people and they should period i can't if if, if i just have all these preconceived notions and judgments that just come flooding to the surface because I look at someone in the color of their skin, how they're dressed or not dressed, um, how they are talking or not talking, what kind of car they drive, like the 
The matter is what's going on in the heart. I want to know what's going on in people's hearts. That's where you connect and are able to love people. And that's what that's what Jesus did. That's I don't, I don't believe God sees skin color. He sees hearts. He sees what's going on in the heart. And that's the issue. It's the heart issue. And my son just running around playing as we're there. Another mother shows up with her daughter. And again, just for context of the story, it, it's, a, it's a black lady and her daughter. And just sit and talk. Just sit right on the bench and chat. And, oh, hey, hey, we, you know, we're just driving down here. You know, what's it like here? Da, 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 da. We're moving here. It's what we do. And just nothing has changed in my world with everything going on. And again, I'm not... I know people have different callings and are doing different things in different places and speaking on behalf. I, I get that my world doesn't define everything, but I can say from my own world that the issue is just the matter of loving people. The issue is just a matter of sitting down and getting to know people and loving them, connecting with them. And I, I think of more people um, no matter the skin color, okay, and, and yes, again, there's issues going on in our country. Uh, there absolutely is, okay, but the more we can just decide to connect, agree, find, find what it is we agree on and, and make that the common ground, the more we're going to see so many problems get swept away with the wind and the ones that don't, if we can start with where we agree it's going to be easier to make headway on the issues that don't just take care of themselves because we decide to love people instead of judge people. So I want to end with this. You know, we were there, like I said, for like, and my kids just running around like they don't, kids don't see any of that. Kids just see people and love people. And the only time it changes is if they're taught not to. At the end of about an hour of being there chatting, um, just get a talk about all sorts of things, just sitting there on the bench together and my kids running around thinking they're Spider-Man or Superman or whatever. <laughs> um, uh, I just, uh, many of you that know the follow the podcast and know me, I just, I love Jesus. I'm not a follower of religion. I'm a follower of Jesus. There is a difference, a vast one. And as I was sitting there, I just felt like Holy Spirit was speaking to me, telling me that this one of the mothers I was sitting chatting with had some issues with her neck and her back, giving her some problems. And so as we were leaving, I asked and I said, this might sound strange, but I just felt like I was supposed to ask you this question. Do you have some troubles with your, your neck or your back giving you some trouble? And she said, it's my back. And she said, it's hurting right now. Um, I'm, I'm pregnant, but she wasn't showing a lot. Um, but she's pregnant and um, her back just getting middle of her back gives her trouble all the time she just deals with it so i said what do you think about that a perfect stranger knowing what's going on in your body when you didn't tell me and she said you know it's kind of like now now she's kind of like spooked out you know like like that's kind of crazy it's kind of interesting like who are you she asked me like are you a pastor I said, if, if you're asking me if I'm a spiritual leader, I would say yes. But if you're asking me if I'm like, if I have my own church and I, then no. But I speak in many churches, know a lot of pastors and I have my own business and do ministry. And so I kind of just explained that. And I said, would it be okay if I just prayed for you? She said, okay, sure. So I put my hand on her shoulder and she bowed her head with some reverence for God. And I got to pray for her. And as soon as I was done praying, I asked her, now check your back. And she rotated her shoulders, kind of twisted. And she said, my back just popped. I said, okay. Uh, I was like, does it do that often? Does it? She said, it never does that. And I said, and what's the pain like? She said, it's gone. 
no more pain in my back. And she smiled real big. Um, I got to tell her about how amazing Jesus is and how much he loves her. Um, and we went to the hotel to get some sleep because we were tired and we were, <laughs> we've been packing and moving and driving and everything. Just got to tell her that uh, we love you, God loves you, and i um, glad we got to um, hang out at the park for a little bit. Now, now just, you know, even in uh, John 4, the woman at the well, Jesus meets a woman who he should not have been talking to her by what was the cultural standards, okay? Now, that isn't the exact case of what took place in the park, but he meets a Samaritan woman. Jews, Samaritans did not like each other. It's very well documented. There was a deep, deep racial prejudice, whatever you want to call it, hatred towards each other from most people. And he sits, and he, in that day and time, he shouldn't have been sitting down alone talking to a married woman, right? Or, if I remember correctly, she um, wasn't uh, married, or she, and I, I believe it was her sixth husband or something like that, or a sixth man she was with. Um, but he, he didn't see a Samaritan woman. He saw a woman, and he loved her. And in the midst of loving her, God the Father spoke to him about issues in her life. He was able to speak it out, bring her healing. And if you know the story, you know that woman then became an evangelist, so to speak, and invited Jesus into a city as a Jewish rabbi, which he, they should not have welcomed him into, invited him into a city, and he stayed and got to see God move amongst the people group that were alienated, or so many people thought in that culture. And I could sit down and preach a whole entire message on just that specifically, and I understand I'm barely even scratching the surface, okay? But I just want to say this, you know, the power of God has an amazing way of creating bridges and crossing boundaries that society creates. Love has a way of penetrating the heart. It has a way of changing our lens to which we see things and how we see things. And I just, I just think that right now, the more that us as everyday individuals can just see people, just, it's a person in front of me. And it's my job to love them, understand, love them, and make myself available for God to flow through to touch their life. I believe that like we have the power to see so many things change that we pawn it off on, well, that's the government will take care of it, law enforcement will take care of it, this will take care of it. And we have the power within us to step into everyday situations, okay? What ha I, don't, I don't know what happens in um, that young lady's life. I, it was, you know, there's people I know for years and walk with and talk, and um, there's people I'm in their life for a year or two or three. I was in her life for an hour, okay? I, I don't know what takes place after that. But what God can do with it is incredible. What God can do with that, the healing, the moment, the relationship, so on and so forth. What, what, what God can do as that seed and it spreads through her life to others is there's no limit to it. And what if we just made it our sole motivation to go out of our way to love people on a daily basis, intentionally, and we would see so many divisions that have been created, I believe, honestly, largely because of the media, just get, we, we, could, we could play a much more important and significant role in seeing those things crumble. And just seeing us get back to being one nation under God, just one human race, people that love each other, understand each other, 
um, are okay with our differences and accept and love each other, the simplicity of it. You and I have more power than we think at making more progress on that than we realize. So I hope if anything, you know, this just uh, encourages you. I, I, I do. I, I, I know it's a sensitive and controversial topic, but I, I hope that it just spreads hope, encourages you, and hopefully changes your lens into seeing that there's opportunities all day long where, where you and your world can bring healing, can spread hope, love, unity, and they come in the simplest, most everyday of opportunities. Thanks for joining us on another episode of the Recovering Reality Podcast. If you're interested in recovery coaching, please reach out to us, get plugged into a free 20-minute session so we can get you on the road to transformation. If nothing changes, then nothing changes. You can start a brand new life starting today. Look forward to hearing from you guys. Thanks for joining us.